Welcome to the Radiant Black Podcast. This is a podcast about the Radiant Black comic book series by Kyle Higgins and Marcelo Costa. I'm joined today by Matt. Am I supposed to? Was I supposed to chime in there? Did you forget who I was, Bash? Jesus. No, No, you were supposed to talk. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, it's Matt here, whether you like it or not, to uh, talk about Radiant Black, among other things, and happy to be here as always. And uh, this is Ali joining back again for another episode. Yeah. And we're here for Radiant Black Talk, issue eight. It was another big one. We're not uh, slowing down. That's for sure. How's everyone doing? How's, how's, it been? how's the week been? I mean, it's been exciting. There's been a lot of good comics. Obviously, Radiant Black number eight. Has anyone been to the store? Yeah, I went this morning, actually. Uh, last week, it, they were hosting the Buffalo Comic Con. This week, they unveiled a new collection, picked up some stuff, did some nice uh, dollar bin diving. But it's been, a, been an exciting week for comics for me. It's been a long ass week. It feels like it's been a, a month actually this week. A lot of stuff's gone down, you know. Rest in peace, Norm McDonald. I fucked up shaving my beard when I needed it most. Like no one wants to go on like a dateish potential thing and like realize they shaved off like a sideburn and then you have to like make a new facial hairstyle. So it's been it's been a while. It's been a, a, a but you know I saw Bad Trip uh, yesterday and it's really fucking funny and it, it actually like it, it, i'm in a good mood now basically it, it was good shit so you know it's good and comics have been good too you know people kind of listen to this for comics but yeah no comics have been rad we got a new somebody's killing the children it's it's been a wild week but yeah it's been a week <laughs> I, I was really excited for this radio black issue and you know it's it's always a good week when they do the rainy black the new issue and then they have the late print for another issue which they did for rainy black number seven the second print did, did you guys grab a copy I missed mine. Uh, that's the one you told me to get, right? Yeah, I, I think. Did you pre-order or was that the one? Is, is that the that's the I, like the pink one where they're all on the cover? Yeah, I might have missed that. Was it? It might have been a ratio or whatever that I missed. Whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You missed the ratio. The, the R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, that one's actually speaking of. That one's actually heated up. That was one of the hot books of the week. It, it was on some lists and stuff. You know the the fabled. Uh, you know, you know, we, we we don't speak of them lists because we know some people how they feel about those lists. But uh, yeah, I just noticed that they made some of those lists, and that's good to see. It's all it was a really cool cover by Tyler Kirkham, and uh, yeah, I managed to grab one. It was costy, but uh, now that you know, I look back at what I paid, and it's less than what it's going for now. So I guess I'm happy with that. Yeah, no, it's pretty sweet. What about you, Addy? Did you uh, grab the ratio, or which covers did you? I did not. I I grabbed cover A and B for uh, eight, and I think I pre-ordered the uh, second print for seven, so I should be getting that in a week or two, depending on what the pre-order schedule is like. That's awesome. Yeah, the second print for number seven is sweet. Uh, we talked about it last time by Santa Luco, and um, yeah, I, I I had to I grabbed two. I just thought you know why not? Maybe I'll hang one up or something. But uh, yeah. Moving on, um, if you're enjoying the Radiant Black podcast, you know, follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Um, follow, follow us on Podbean if you're on Podbean. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got we, the giveaway we, going on. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to that. We, we got that giveaway, and we're very close to 250 followers on Instagram, so that's awesome. And we're, we're getting there on Twitter. We're, like, at the low 200s. So keep on showing your support, and we're going to give away that – Trade paperback for Reading Back Volume 1. So collecting issues 1 to 6. We have that awesome cover gallery in the back. And you get the Radiant Translator, right? So 
what what how how can it get better than that? And then beyond that, we're probably gonna we're gonna be giving away the in, in, sorry the radium black number five second print cover for when the black market narrative hits a thousand followers. So follow black market narrative on Twitter because that's Kyle Higgins creative you know creative thing his creative thing. <laughs> that's what I'm it's it. yeah, it's the black market narrative and you know, it's the best kept secret right now. Cause that's where all the hot narratives are coming. You've got ordinary gods. You've got, if you want to see like the covers and the latest and some previews for uh, Kyle Higgins series, definitely check that out. And I mean, he's got two new series out this year. Who knows what he's going to do next year. Kyle Higgins is just like striking while the iron's hot. So definitely check that out. And when they get to 1500, this podcast will be at least uh, super interesting for one episode. I can guarantee <laughs> Not to mention, we, we've we got that Radiant Black number 10 Blacklight Edition coming out soon. And that's been making, you know, that's been getting some attention online. A lot of people have been talking about, you know, that and like Blacklight Edition. That's pretty cool. I can't wait for that personally because that's just going to be a blast. I mean, we're not, I don't want to talk about it too much yet. But if you've read issue number eight, and hopefully you have because we're going to spoil the fuck out of it moving forward. So make sure you've read issue number eight. The artwork was incredible. There were some real moments here where Marcelo Acosta, Becca Carey, and yeah, they just did some cra- and then Natalia Marquez. They just did some crazy stuff. So yeah, what, what did you guys think? Good issue, awesome issue. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm really liking the breakneck pace, and it just I can't wait to read this as a whole arc because like you're getting we're kind of getting it split up between uh, even though they they met up in the issue, seeing what's uh, black and pink are doing as well as yellow and red so it's really cool to see just as a one read would be awesome because like really uh you know it's tough in these small doses but i feel like this issue we we got kind of a more of an idea on what's going on with glitch guy and uh, we got to see uh more of russia and stuff now it was fun it was a good issue so i definitely enjoyed this one yeah i feel like this issue is kind of a precursor to see more robots too we haven't seen the the their inner robots in a while they talk about them here we i don't want to spoil it yet but I have a feeling the next couple of issues we're going to see a lot more of those. We see things, just body parts <laughs> yeah. and things, all kinds of limbs and things. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was quite the issue. A lot happened, which was it, like it was an issue that there wasn't too much dialogue or like, you know, there wasn't a lot of like heaviness to it. But so much happened, like so much happened in those pages. So we'll, we'll, we're going to break it down right now, starting with, you know, the beginning. So. Reading Black, amazing cover A by, uh, is this a Watanabe cover? Yeah, this is a Felipe Watanabe cover. That's the artist of uh, Ordinary, Ordinary Gods. Gods. Yeah. Amazing artwork with coloring by Igor Monti. And man, Igor Monti is incredible, like genuinely incredible colorist. The, uh, you know, earlier this week on the Reading Black Discord, Kyle Higgins and Sorry, Kyle Higgins dropped a panel from an upcoming issue. We don't know, but it was Radiant Black just, you know, breaking the fourth wall, basically. But following through four, four walls is a gorgeous, gorgeous page or panel. I couldn't tell, but it seemed like a page. Beautiful. And it was colored by Igor Monti, and the colors were just incredible. Like, genuinely, they popped. And I'm so excited to read that issue. I just can't wait. But, mm. uh, yeah. Well, let's get into the issue. We start off with, uh, it looks to be a ship destroyed here, and we find out it's Glitch Guy's ship, or at least, you know, it is now, as he hops inside and gets charged up. I thought it was a cool little intro to see just, like, a, a slice of what uh, Slash Face here is doing. This is really cool. Honestly, just, it. first of all, the colors, you know, Natalia Marquez colors are incredible. 
just seeing the sky it's how to explain it it's just beautiful we see all the different colors you know you could tell once the the once slash guy i guess once his laser like comes on in the visor like you can you know you, you can just feel it you see that he's floating towards the ship and then once he gets inside the ship everything just goes red once he plugs into it i just thought that was amazing yeah, and when he's repairing the helmet, it kind of reminds me of, like, Kylo Ren when he gets his helmet repaired in Episode Nine there, and it's got, like, it's still got, like, the red on it. Like, oh, you can see how it was fixed. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed this, like, quite little opening. I feel like it kind of bookends the issue. We see a ship at the end and a ship at the beginning. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, visual storytelling. He kind of mentioned earlier, uh, Bash mentioned earlier, there wasn't a ton of dialogue in this issue, but they, they never failed to, like keep it moving give you more information to to think about beautiful art more vomit based storytelling of course because it yeah. seems like every issue we're you knew i was gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh, like the like, chicken dance in arrested development where eventually we're gonna see everyone do the chicken dance and see everyone puke that's my theory <laughs> it, oh it's just i caught a uh, i caught what might have been a mistake in the last issue i reread up uh, issue seven and the panel where they're talking in tokyo you can see yellow has an eye for a second, or at least it looks like Yellow's got an eye instead of just like the flat Cyclops line. Uh oh. But no, but no, it's not a nitpick. I mean, to create this whole entire world, it's hard to you know not make one like minor you know oversight. But yeah, I, I think it's kind of like a cool thing. And like obviously, I'm a big ass nerd if I'm pointing that out. But yeah, it's it's I just just wanted to say. Sorry to uh, no, <laughs> sorry Marcelo, you do great work. It's just like. <laughs> One thing, and even then, you know, whatever. Because he complains about the eye later. So, yeah, right? moving forward, uh, <laughs> this will be the Radio Black podcast, and it will be just Bash and Addy, and Matt's going to be, <laughs> he's just going to suddenly disappear into a black hole. Why are you hole Bash and Ali? Did he, he do something wrong? He's going to disappear like uh, like someone did this issue. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's Moscow, Russia. Back to Russia. For just cool shots, you know, of something that looks like the Kremlin, but... I don't want to make any assumptions. Anyway, looks awesome. Uh, we get Marshall and uh, Radiant Pink. And I just got to say, they've got some cool chemistry, you know, good chemistry going on in this issue. Yeah, their dialogue was fantastic. This is probably like dialogue wise, is this is one of my favorite issues in a long time in the series. Because like, not that it's been like lacking at any point, but like it is just so fun. The cheeky stuff It's like just even just right here is like, oh, it would have been good to have the red one around or whatever. When they're actually like, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, that was actually really funny. But uh, yeah, it's just like you could tell she doesn't. She's quite disoriented. Doesn't understand really what's going on. And you know, Marshall's just like, why are we in Russia? And she's, you know, on her knees. She looks like she's about to throw up. And obviously she just did. And he, you know, he's just like, come on, let's just get our helmets on. Get the hell out of here. And she's just like, look, I need a second. You know, I just feel like everything's spinning. And she says her heart's in her ears. <laughs> and I just, I think that's a, a funny way to put it. But uh, yeah, you know, they get back into their civilian clothing in front of a bunch of Russians. So, uh, you know, nothing I you know, I feel there. like uh, this this was a little missed opportunity. You remember how before they, um, I think it was Marshall who puked through his helmet. And it was like, it's one of the the perks of having it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they did the same thing here too. Can't have Eva puking out of her helmet, man. <laughs> Pink could puke in the portal. She got to maintain the buns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She got to maintain the buns. That's that's true. That's true. No, um, I I like that. And it's like, oh, we'd be able to fit in a lot a lot better if we were less glowy and stuff. Like I I liked it. And like Pink is going through it. Like it's hard to make those three portals plus one that took them to space and back. Like that's she's probably got to get some oranges or whatever. This is Ant Man. Like rough time for her. 
Yeah, and, and that's what they decided to do. They decided to go on their little uh, trip to uh, find some sustenance. And then we're back in Japan. So what's going on in Japan? We see Slash Guy is tethered to a bunch of trees. And I don't even understand what kind of, like, what is that red goo on him? I'm not sure what that is. But, uh, yeah, it seems like they're interrogating him. Yeah, it looks like he's all, uh, you know, wrapped up and they've got him right where they want them, right? It's the first time they've really had Glitch Guy at their mercy, but, you know, we learned that that's not quite the case because Glitch Guy's got, I don't know what his, his sleeve situation is like, but he's got several tricks up there. Yeah, no, they their their upper hand lasts about a page and a half, sadly. <laughs> yeah, speaking of upper hands, uh, that's going to be his undoing later on, no. But um, <laughs> yeah. uh, lots of hand jokes are going to be in this episode, so, uh, you know, full warning here. But I, I got to say, Becca Carey did a killer job with, like, the glitchy look of the text, too. It already looked cool, but it, it was even more impressive. Oh, it, it's issue. amazing. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's that's, like, that's a standout thing. I honestly, like, I can't even explain to you how effective those things are when you're reading it it really gives it that like you know it makes it feel like like it's happening so i, I love that thank you becca carey for those amazing glitch texts text bubbles yeah like this comic it, it, we've said it before it was even mentioned in, in the note columns today and uh, the uh yeah letters to the editor here like it's like you're watching a movie it really is like the art flows the storytelling it's just, everything's firing on all cylinders so it just it moves in your head you don't even notice it's broken up by panels yeah, that's one of my favorite things about reading Radiant Black is how fluid the experience is. It really does. It just flows. It's beautiful. And uh, yeah, so you know, we see here Wendell and um, Satomi trying to figure shit out about uh, Glitch. And Glitch isn't having it. You know, he he's trapped, but he's you know he's acting like it's no big deal. So he's the one interrogating them at this point. He's <laughs> just like the respectful thing to do would be to immolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the I'm not trapped in here with you, you're trapped in here with me situation for yeah. sure. Like he this is what he wants, right? You can hear them talk, and he's charging up. He's getting stronger based on what they think is a trap, which is the opposite. You think you got him where you want him, but he's just getting stronger and getting ready to think of his next trip. Yeah, and uh, so we see, you know. You know, Wendell tells them that they deserve to have a chance to know about what's going on to them, you know, since they the radiance came to them or whatever, or the, you know, the little powers. Mm. And, you know, he's just, Glitch Guys is not happening. He's just, what do you know about deserve? You know, you marked your world for death, so it won't matter soon. And then he just thanks them for the charge and he disappears. And I just want to say, those, you know, hexagon, hexa, hexagonal, 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 <laughs> those hexagonal effects are amazing and i i remember um michael talking about how difficult it is for those hexagonal shapes to be produced because the artists actually have to you know draw the full like drawing and then like go steps backwards to do that or or something along those lines so i just want to say i love that i think it's brilliant it's such a cool way to show yeah it's it's just so awesome that's why Halo Infinite's taking so long. The bubble show they heard is going to look insane this this game. So, you it's know, like take your time. Yeah, it's like it's the invisibility and the overshield, basically, right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but it, it looks sick. It always does, especially when we see, like, the bomb go off later on. Like, it's it's well done. Yeah, so, you know, now we're back in Russia, and um, we're with Marshall and uh, Eva, and it seems like they're at a cafe. Of, of course, Marshall's got to play it edgy, so <laughs> he decides to... Uh, Take a couple of coffees from the Ruskies, but um, that doesn't go so well. No, it doesn't go I mean, as planned. I mean, not, until, not until later on, I guess. But uh, at first, it seems like it's a good plan, right? 
Yeah, it does. And this is like the most relaxed these two have ever had a time to talk to, talk to each other, right? Like their impending doom isn't quite there yet. They know that their friends are trapped somewhere, but they kind of have a time to sit down, relax, and just kind of like, you know, trade a few barbs and then realize like, you know what, Marshall can try to tell her he's not an asshole, but, you know, we'll know if she believes him or not. But, you know, it's, it's a nice little back and forth and they can relax until uh, people want their drinks back. And I, I really like this dynamic of, you know, Marshall trying to be there for Eva, even though he doesn't really know her. And, um, you know, even she's there's a bit of sass from her, so uh, which which is understood, of course, given their situation. But uh, you know, he's just just he's just trying to show her that he's not really an asshole. But uh, as yeah. we all try to do in our lives, <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he seems like a nice guy. He even he even stole a blanket for her, mm. helped uh, keep her warm. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, like Marshall's got to get is, her. No, yeah. at the end of the day, that's exactly what you want out of a radiant black material, isn't it? Someone who steals <laughs> blankets and coffees for you. I mean, isn't that what qualifies all good cosmic superheroes? Pretty much, um, right? That's all. That's all people want is uh, stolen coffee and blankets. But you know, Marshall, he's he's a good guy, but like he's going through it. I mean, he just lost his best friend, and now he's like warping all around the world, meeting new people, having to go steal stuff from Russians, talking about rubles and Mastercards. Like he wouldn't expect this, you know. So it's. It's a, a lot is going on for our characters, and right now they don't even have time to really decompress. They just got to keep going and maybe have a moment, but then, you know, things are still going at a breakneck pace. Yeah, so, you know, he lets her know the next time she can steal some coffee, and uh, <laughs> she's got a woody remark saying she's got the perfect power for it. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, they, they have their little break. They get to talk, but uh, she's just, you know, freaking out a little bit, radiant pink. It's, it's clear that She's not feeling 100%, but, uh, you know, Marshall just lets her know that he's not being sarcastic, that he's honestly just trying to be there for her. So Eva just has a moment where she finally kind of absorbs it all, and she's just like, oh, my God, isn't this all kind of weird, just black holes and superpowers and space robots? And, uh, yeah, it's crazy, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I found that dialogue was a little bit weird. Like, are the rest like, yes, it's very weird. Like, did they understand English? Like, did they hear what they were saying earlier on? That's kind of threw me, but it was funny. Yeah, so angry Russian guy shows up to obviously seek accountability for his stolen coffees. And uh, obviously, I don't know what the hell the girlfriend's saying in the background, but she's just like, "Uh uh-huh, you know, like, fuck him up. And (laughs) um, yeah, so we get this awesome, beautiful little panel where Eva and Marshall are putting on the radiance. And, man, that's awesome. Like, the way the colors look and the way the words glow, like, halfway pink and halfway blue. I really enjoyed that. Maybe maybe their, like, radiance can, like, morph later on into, like, one big radiant. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, we already see their powers can connect and they can supercharge each other, right? So, I mean, yeah. you'd, it's a... I, I think it's inevitability that the four of them, you know, form a, either a mech or they can all hook up together. Like, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that's going to happen. And, you know, I think the only reason it wouldn't is if Kyle's trying to throw us up because it throws off because it's definitely, you know, I feel ultra radiant. And then we yeah. have to get the ultra radiant, ultra mega crossover, obviously. <laughs> and then a symbiote on top of it. No, I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, this was an awesome page. I like, I like the contrast between like, uh, you know, there's that little panel where he's like, besides it's high time we interrupted the wooded weekend getaway. But I like the contrast between how his eyes are kind of like normal size, blue eyes, and then Pink's eyes are like these huge, like Spider-Man looking eyes. You know what I mean? It looks really cool. They they still have a lot of their personality, even even when they're in the suits. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
looking at this page, I think like, oh man, like a good thing I'm not colorblind, but also they're different enough and stuff like that, that you can definitely kind of tell them apart. Pink and, and red might be kind of tough side by side sometimes, but I think that they do a good enough job, job uh, differentiating the costumes. Oh yeah. And you know, we're back to yellow and red who are in the thick of it with glitch here. It seems like he's just giving the smack. He's giving them the smackdown. You know, they can't seem to keep it under control. He keeps on teleporting around. We get these awesome panels of just fighting. I love, I, oh my, like, I think it's incredible when he, you, you, there's this one panel where he teleports for a second and you see just his arm. One of my favorite panels, probably the whole issue. And he puts this like little device on Wendell's chest and it kind of like, messes with him it disorients him it's almost like a radio flashbang or something but uh mm. you know it's like an emp some sort of thing but that panel is just amazing the way that they illustrate that like the effect that radiant yellow is being like like cc'd basically yeah. <laughs> like it looks yeah. amazing like, he's glitched out for sure like yeah, it's almost like, it's, like something that makes glitch like the way he is it's like it's yeah. very interesting and, out, basically. <laughs> yeah you got glitched by glitch bro and then next panel where what happens to Satomi that I was I learned the ultimate yeah, yeah, lesson I was, today. Yeah, I was scared, man. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, holy fuck, did he just kill her? Like that looked yeah. like a one, I didn't I, think a that. one hit KO. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't think that because I learned the lesson of mute the Discord uh, during New Comic Day. If you haven't read the issue yet, because it popped up like, oh, Sat- when Satomi got stabbed, uh, who else was worried when Satomi got stabbed? Uh, I forget who said it, but like I was like, ah shit. So like yeah. I knew there was really like no stakes, but it was still intense when I read it. I was like, oh oh damn. But like if any of them got stabbed, I think Satomi would be the one that obviously we would think would be able to survive since she can absorb stuff. But we knew for sure that when you know she was bleeding out, so it definitely like affected her throughout the suit and through the suit and she was fine so that's cool to get that confirmed oh yeah but what's interesting here is also you know there was speculation earlier in earlier episodes of the podcast and you know when earlier issues came out of whether glitch guy whose name we might find out soon enough who knows actually understood their powers or not and it seems like he does because as she's you know doing it he says survival mode absorb to repair try to stop the loss of fluid clever but too advanced so clearly he has a grapple on on at least some of their powers like he seems to clearly understand what they're doing and what they're capable of especially since he took out wendell so fast right like he must know how and why or what his weaknesses are you know he's definitely a lot more experienced with all this radiant stuff going on he like he knows what he's doing he's not he's not to be trifled with but how think, about this next sequence though like where where what's it called she's just stabbed in the back again and he she gets stabbed just, twice yeah but she grabs that sword with her hands you know just bleeding and it sucks in all that blood and just turns into like hulkbuster rainier red again like <laughs> that's amazing I, I was just like what a turn of events do you think yeah, the, the powers of the robots, like the red robots we saw, do, they, do you think they have like matter manipulation powers too, or it's just strictly the radiance? Maybe it's tied to the color, and maybe that's how he, he knows because he's fought that, or maybe he's killed whatever last had the red uh, radiant. Who knows? I don't know, but this page where um, Satomi punches Glitch, knocks him into like a tree, and then we go back to Wendell, who's just like disoriented and you know like cc'd by the device and then she pulls it off his chest and he's back like you you see the light shine back into his visor and then you see this insane insane panel of like just i don't even know what the hell is going on here but you see he used double team that's what happened yeah yeah he basically you see all these like little projections of wendell and it looks like a bunch of different hymns and i'm just like man like Maybe he has a power where he can 
project kind of like you know doctor strange in infinity war when he made a bunch of different versions of himself like maybe he has a power where he could do something like that with light or something but even if he couldn't that was just such a cool page yeah no it's awesome and maybe he didn't even mean to like he's so fired up from getting his powers back and stuff like that it's just like he didn't even mean to but it's awesome and i want to see like pink's got to have like a fully charged up mode too presumably uh, if uh because the other guys do we get the cape so who knows on uh, bifrost that's the that's the that's the <laughs> yeah, mode. exactly Straight so yeah up. looking forward to that and this panel was awesome so he's got light manipulation so he could definitely do like tricks and maybe he could like also replicate the other radiance to send in like you know to uh, throw people off that'd be cool we definitely need to see more of him he or his powers at least yeah, yeah we, we we've talked been, about we've how been trying so to far. guess him for a few yeah. uh, for a few months he's now. been the least one shown so far yeah. eh? like in terms yeah. of just personality and everything like i i disagree some people were like oh we didn't see anything from him this issue and it's like that's not completely true we did see his sense of leadership which we'll talk about later on we did see that he seems to be the most level-headed rational member of the team Definitely. you know what i mean so it's like there are some qualities that reveal themselves, maybe not just like explicitly, but definitely implicitly. So would you say he's like the uh, unspoken leader of the group? As of right now, yeah. Yeah. Like, like as of right now, yeah. He's because the most he, level headed. He needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been the one who's been keeping them from like not fighting each other and things like that. And, you know, focusing on what matters at the right time. So I'd say so far, yeah, he's the one that has the most leadership quality. But that could change. But anyway, we get... This amazing page in X where, you know, it's uh, this reminds me of Ronan in a lot of uh, Marvel pages. Like Ronan always has this like very serious like death stare. But then we get Gutch guy just giving them the like, oh shit, that's there. But he then pulls out his arm and like accesses this like technology thing on his hand pad. But that reminds me so much. Yeah, it reminds me so much of when Predator like commits suicide at the end of a movie because like they lost, you know, they pull out that fucking bomb and then just like you lose. <laughs> I'm just like, that reminded me so much of that. But uh, yeah. Come on, kill me. Do it now. No, I had to. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was cool. But when he brought up, when he brought up the um, Ronan, I got uh, and he's got like the hood up in that panel where he launches the bomb. Uh, it kind of made me think of, you know, the best version of Dr. Doom in 2015's Fantastic Four, where he's like <laughs> nuclear. Cla- no, I'm not going to bring up nuclear crash test dummy, even though I just did. But no, oh. I, I like it. But also we see the eye right of uh, the of um, glitch guy. So he's got to be an alien, right? Presumably from another planet. Dude, I have no idea what the hell is going on. He might on be here. a person. He's it definitely might be a like, person. Yeah. Aliens are people too, guys. Hashtag no. <laughs> yeah. But no, but I, I just don't understand what's going on here. But the, the, I just love this page with the like cube and the explosion. It reminds me so much of like the catastrophe, like Invincible, uh, the the episode where Cecil orders the satellite attack on Omni Man. You know, <laughs> like that huge explosion. Yeah. Yeah. And it just reminds me of that. It's like the, the whole thing just goes white, and then you have this crater in the middle. And they're just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got the fail safe. So, like, he's thinking ahead. He's got a bunch of tricks. And I thought this was uh, this was awesome. So, it's like, you see them get powered up. And they think that they stand a chance. But, no, you're getting blown away. And it's it's good because it revealed their location for uh, for Marshall and uh, Eve right there. Or Eva. Yeah, Marshall and Eva get back in. And they're just like, what? You know, they're just all shocked. And Wendell's still recovering. He says he charges his deck from us. So basically they're powering Glitch and his response, Glitch's response is a protective understanding of the old ways and the new. You tempt fate, you dance amongst world enders in the shadow of Armageddon, all the while unknowing of the extent to which you are a mistake, an accident, an improbable accident. So man, this guy is seriously pissed. (laughs) 
Like, I don't know what they did to, like, you know, I don't, if, if they just spat in his breakfast or something, but this guy is upset, you know, a doom to your planet. Like, this guy is out to kill them. That line was badass with the, you know, you dance you dance among world enders in the shadow of Armageddon. Like, that's so epic. That's, this is badass. He, he, I love this villain. Yeah, no, this guy doesn't joke around. He's just, like, very comfortable 1v4. Like, it ain't even a thing, you know? Yeah, no, he he doesn't care. You can uh, squad up. He's a raid boss at the very at least. Like, you got to get a 25-man party going. Yeah, so we get this funny moment where it's like, if that's how it's got to be, then stop pussyfooting around. Let's go, you Cosmic Slash. So I guess they're calling him Cosmic Slash, but uh, I'm going to go with Glitch. Is, or, it, is that the canon name? Because I like Glitch more. Or, or he, the big reveal. He says, I am 001 or 001. <laughs> marked for death by... Catalyst. catalyst. Yeah. So that's what the translation is. It's Catalyst. And so here's the deal. We actually brought up Catalyst before. We brought up Catalyst twice before. We brought up Catalyst on the last episode of the podcast, like specifically the one about Radiant Black. And we also brought up Catalyst on the December, the last episode, the one we did right before this, the December comic book episode, because the Catalyst was mentioned in the solicit for number 11 or we were talking about what is Catalyst, and now we're starting to have an idea. Maybe, like, what the fuck is Catalyst? Maybe it's, like, their god, or maybe it's the big robot, or maybe it's someone in charge. But we, we're knowing this Catalyst figure is authoritative in some way. And, you know, we see this crazy moment in the whole issue. And honestly, this moment kind of blew my mind when it happened. I was genuinely like, what the hell just happened when I first read this? I think I read this page twice, because I was just like, did that really just happen? But... Glitch is just, you know, he's just um, zero, zero, one, choosing himself, and then Radi- Radiant Black's chest just begins to glow like crazy, and you see this giant robot arm just shoot out of it, grab Glitch, suck it into the inside of Radiant Black's chest, and that shit's gone. Now, I don't know what the hell just happened, but I think Eva's, you know, Eva's response sums it up. The fuck was that? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's how you would react. Like, you know, if you see a hand come out of the chest of one of your, you know, your new friends, yeah, you'd be freaked out. But at least, you know, it did it and it absorbed the guy, right? Presumably it pulled Glitch Guy in, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, definitely, uh, it's definitely in the Radiant Black, like, suit black or the suit yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but what does that entail? I don't know. Dude, I don't even understand what just happened. Like, I don't, I really don't. Like, did he just suck him into existence or some shit? Know. Like, what, what happened? Like, I don't even know. But I'm so excited to find out in the next issue or whenever we're going to find out what happened there because that was crazy. That was, like, legit bonkers. <laughs> well, we said that they're going to a black hole for this list. It's further on, right? So, like, presumably yeah. they're going to go – maybe everyone's going to go inside. It's going to be like a Magic School Bus uh, episode. Are they, go, are they all going to go inside, Marshall? It's going to be like that one <laughs> Harley Quinn episode where they all go inside Harley's brain. Um, yeah basically but so it looks like beyond gravity powers he has absorption abilities not physically absorbing and transmuting matter but he can pull things inside of the radiant black suit like a black hole and like absorb yeah but do we know for sure that he did that or did the did the robot or did or my my guess would be the robot yeah whatever you want to call it like the robot you spoke to before somehow some way it's like trying to protect him but if you if you look a few pages down when or like a couple of pages down, when uh, he's trying to start shit up again with uh, Satomi, and Wendell tries to stop it, he he starts glitching too. Hmm. That's interesting. Even his speech bubble is glitched a little bit too. Interesting. So I wonder if that's because he absorbed him, or maybe we've seen that before and I forgot. I'm not sure. No, that's interesting. 
I, I didn't notice that. That's a good catch. Um, no, I, I didn't know that. But yeah, the the whole situation, it gave me, it's like in Zelda when you're playing like a late game dungeon, the wall master comes out and, and another floor master comes up and pulls you back to the first room. Like, that's not ideal. And it seemed like he wasn't ready for that, right? This might be something that the the, uh, the glitch guy hadn't planned for. Yeah, it's yeah. it's confusing. It's weird and cool at the same time. And no one knows what the fuck's happening. <laughs> no, Everybody but you, you can see right after that whole thing, you know, happened there, just, you know, Basically, getting back, getting their stuff back together. Eve asked if Satomi was bleeding, and she lets her know that she was. Wendell just asked him if he understands what just happened, and Marshall's just like, dude, goddamn giant goddamn robot stuck his arm out of my chest. That's what happened. He's been in there the whole time. <laughs> I just like, like, I, look, look, I, I, it's one thing to be a person who's a spectator and watch that happen. It's an entirely different person to be the person whose arm just gets sucked, you know, just, just comes out of your chest and sucks someone in. So I can't even imagine how Marshall's feeling right now. Yeah, it, it would be an experience. Like, I don't even know how you would feel. Like, you know, I, but presumably, you know, it's just the suit. Maybe he can't feel that. Or maybe from inside, the glitch guy can start corrupting him. Who knows? I don't, we don't know how powerful he is. That's a good point. We really don't. So, yeah. Yeah, so Wendell's first thought is, as you can see, he's always taken the initiative in the conversations. First thought is, this might be over, or the immediate threat at least. Let's go home, not draw any more attention. And, you know, I'd really like to know what catalyst means. And then, you know, Eva's like, that's it. And he's like, you know, what else can we do? Right as he says that, Marshall, like a little kid, just turns around and, you know, gets petty and just basically back to bitching with Satomi. And he's just like, you think this is over? I can think of plenty. And then I like how Wendell's just like, hell no, man. Like, he just shoots him with that dope ass light beam shot. I, I love the way his powers are drawn. I really... yeah. I think one thing that they have done a really good job in in this series so far is they they really do a good job in setting apart the characteristics and the especially the fighting styles, not just in terms of like how they look posing and whatever, but also like everyone's attacks look different. You know, like they're not all like just, oh, everyone just shoots beams of energy or whatever. No, it's like everyone does different things. Like like we said before, like Radiant Black does stuff with gravity. Apparently Wendell can shoot light beams. I'm pretty sure he can do other things too. Eva can do portal stuff. And, you know, Satomi is full of surprises. So it's really cool just to see them all have very unique powers. Yeah, it's really sweet. And, you know, with seeing him multiply, um, seeing Wendell like multiply himself early on, or at least visually have representations of himself, like I'm wondering, like, are these beams like, you know, obviously they, they all hurt or some of them are just like light based. But I guess if that's where the like these energy blasts, uh, these energy blasts come from, then he can presumably make more than anyone. So everyone's kind of got a specialty in the field and he can do better projectiles, I guess. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were comparing this to Invincible, and they were like, you know, like, it's nowhere near as good, blah, blah, blah. Guys, give it a chance. It's been eight issues in, and so many things have happened. If we're comparing this to eight issues of Invincible, a lot, like, you know, a lot has happened in both, but I would say a little bit more has happened in the first eight issues of Radiant Black. And I'm saying this as someone who loves Invincible. It's my favorite comic. So... Yeah, yeah like, I, I'd have to agree with that. These every issue so far, except maybe number the number two it was five, maybe the one where they introduced Satomi too. Like there's been a major reveal, something big happens. Like it's always yeah. We talked we talked early on about like no characters, right? We were like the first three issues, we were like, when are we gonna get new characters? When are we gonna get new characters? Then boom, four, five, six, seven. You know what I mean? Like we got the all these characters. Character 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. The main character dies, we get a new hero, then we get two new heroes, then we get a villain, then we get new auxiliary characters like Kathy, of course, but who's the real hero of the story? We all know that. But, but, but we all know the arm that stuck out of, like, Marshall's chest. Or, that was Kathy, right? Like, we all know that was Kathy. Looking <laughs> yeah, over her god. She said it, not me. Yeah. But yeah, beyond that, that yeah. to, to touch on the Kirkman thing, like Kirkman was writing Invincible at 24, right? So like I love Invincible, you know, obviously I'm not, you know, I'll sing the praise of Invincible all day. But like we're coming at this from a totally different point where Kyle Higgins is writing this at 35. This kind of hits you where you are, where like we're a lot of us are in that age group where, you know, you're looking at the bank account or you're questioning whether your life's going the way you want it to. This is a whole different thing. Throw on Power Rangers. So it's got this whole like different aesthetic. Like you can't compare two things like South Park and American Dad or something like that. Like they're different kind of beasts. I, in I a heard lot of someone. Ways say this is adult swim power rangers and i'm like that's a little bit harsh and in some ways it's true that's not a bad thing though but it's not yeah. a bad thing exactly i was saying that but i think it's even better like i think just like take a step back because i i'm not saying this as someone i'm trying to remain objective here because i know I, I do a podcast for the series i know <laughs> i love it right I'm, there's obviously a little bit of bias here but i i also did recently read the entire trade paperback in one sitting over and i just thought damn this is really good like when you read one, two, and three, and you have to wait the month, because this is a once a month series, it is a long time. So if you're just like, oh, I really want to see Nathan, and at, at the time it was Nathan, do something, I understood that because I really felt that way too. I, I remember I didn't read issue three right away, or issue two, was it issue two or three, one of them right away, because I was just like, you know what, I, like, I, I just remember thinking like issue two was a little bit slow. But I remember once issue three hit and then issue four, it, I saw it. It was all about just like world building, fleshing the character out, really getting an understanding of, you know, what, what's, what these characters are about. And at first, it was also about developing Nathan as a character. So honestly, looking back through it, I really appreciate this, those issues. But now everyone's talking about action. Now we're getting a shit ton of action. Every issue has some awesome action. So we can't complain anymore, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We've come a long way I, since, I, since then. <laughs> And we're like building up to something like it's not like it, it's not like this is the peak like every issue we're clearly building up to something bigger like we saw last issue they portaled into the middle of a robot war this issue this dude has a giant robot arm sticking out of his hand and he's sucking bad guys into it like clearly there's going to be they're building up to some greater conflict and there's going to be higher stakes soon and they're obviously you know just, this is all them just building the team together this is them learning how to work together before they go off and do the crazy shit you know yeah i, I like don't... like like satomi hasn't even resolved her shit with marshall for god's sakes yeah i just don't understand these complaints like oh someone's gonna be like why are you comparing the two and not as good as an amazing comic is still amazing and i think like it's just hard to compare them and I, i'm, I'm and loving every moment of the series I, 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 and that's not i'm not even talking about comparison i'm just saying people yeah you're right though people shouldn't make that should not make that comparison because this is completely its own thing but also i'm saying like if you're looking at it from that lens like invincible also changed a lot after spoiler alert spoiler alert if you haven't read the comic you're not going to want to hear this part so skip over the next 10 seconds but invincible uh, what do you call it? After issue twelve or twelve, where he explains where Omni Man, I'm not, I'm not sure it's been a while, but where Omni Man explains his real origin, and then he beats the shit out of Invincible. Those two issues, like that's eleven and twelve, I think. After that, this, the comic changes a lot. It becomes a lot more cosmic. Invincible starts being off Earth, like a lot more. He starts taking a lot more adventures. Just there's a lot more characters, so it's like this is already doing that like we're already establishing that in issue eight and it's doing it in an amazing way so it's like 
and and it's also if you're looking at it from the other perspective, also Invincible took like 13, 14 issues before it started doing that, right? Like it wasn't it wasn't like at the beginning you could have very much said this is like a high school, like teenage right, like teenage kind of drama, superhero drama, like Ultimate Spider Man. But then it yeah. went crazy. Well, you know, the other thing is it's it's not if if you have read all of Invincible, it's not fair to compare because you you know where it's going, you know how it exactly. ends, you know how it yep. changes. We we still have no idea what's happening here. But in the short amount of time that, or short amount of issues that we've read so far, a lot has happened. We've got great characterization, and like you said, we've getting we've been getting a lot more action now. And who the hell knows where we're gonna end up in issue number nine? I, I'm I'm saying like issue number nine. That's the issue where we've got Nathan on the cover. There is a lot oh, to look yeah. forward to moving forward. Yeah, like and then we've got like issue number nine is gonna have Nathan. That's the one with Nathan on the cover. So I'm assuming we're gonna see Nathan in some shape or form. And, I kind of uh, feel like it's a trick to make us feel like it's a goodbye Nathan episode, but like he's gonna be absorbed into the thing and become like yeah, a yeah, like the sure. firestorm thing, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, this wouldn't be the first time they trick us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and then and then issue ten is gonna be in existence, right? So like we have a lot to look forward to, and there's gonna be a lot of questions that are gonna be answered in this in those two issues, and I'm assuming things are gonna get even crazier after that. What happens after existence? What are we gonna see after that? Is that if if like like if something to think about here? If this is zero zero one, does that mean there's zero zero two, zero zero three, zero zero four? Does that mean there's an entire army of these these beings? Because there could be, you know what I'm saying? Or there could be. And if he's the first models. ones, are yeah. there more refined ones? Like exactly, you, yeah. It's like remember Alan at the beginning of Invincible, and then remember after they buff him in the patch yeah. six point Alan point. <laughs> yeah. But they buff him, and then he becomes insanely overpowered. So it's like. You know, could there be a refined version of 001? Could there be a 002? Could there be a team? Because like Mark he, II version, who knows? Yeah, it seems very like built for destruction. So yeah, I do want to say I love Wendell's speech, and I love it when he's just like, I don't know what that means, but if our world's gonna die, I'm not gonna be the reason. Like, uh, it's so simple. Like it feels it's an 80s throwback. Like it feels like I'm getting too old for this shit kind of vibes. But like yeah. I'm not gonna be the reason. And then he just like he shoots a marshal with one hand and picks him up with the same hand. You know, that's that's Wendell. He's just like, yeah. you know, it's great. Yeah. I I'm loving it. Yeah, and I I like that. I like that we're seeing the team slowly come together. They have to earn it, right? Like how many. Like, how, how would have Avengers 1 movie been if Phil Coulson hadn't, you know, done that whole death thing and, and gotten the Avengers to band together? That should have had to be earned, you know, with Coulson's life. Mm. <laughs> and here it's like, you know, we have to, it, it's not going to be satisfying if we just get the whole team, you know, gelling together from the get-go and these guys were made to work together. We have to get to see their characters. We have to see their personalities develop. We have to see them, you know, you know start to work together as a team. But uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the process. Clearly... Marshall and Satomi still have their shit to work out. You know, they got to get into the ring and just, like, have a, a little sparring sesh. But, uh, you know, everyone else, like Eva, Wendell, Marshall, and, you know, the rest of them, not including the two red and black together, seem they seem to be having some good uh, teamwork, you know? I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's almost like they went through the danger room already uh, with how much they've had to uh, practice against Glitch. So when they have time to like, coordinate and plan out their, their strategies and stuff like that, who knows what kind of cool stuff they'll be able to pull off. So totally, yeah, you make a very good point. So I made the joke earlier, and I know I told you guys, because we're on the last page now, and that's, my God, a quick issue. Eh? So much awesome action happened so fast. That's how we felt when we read it. I remember I read it like two or three times right as I got it because I was like, damn, that was such a quick read. But we're on the last issue. 
we're in some sort of it, it, i can't really tell it looks like desert or trees we're in oklahoma it, thor's hammer is yeah. about to drop in a second <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's actually a good that's actually a good uh that's what right. i was thinking of when I, but yeah. that's not bad at all. That's, that reminds me a lot of it now that you say it but uh yeah we're, we're in some sort of somewhere in the middle of nowhere and um we see some people we don't know, but I made a joke with the guys before about how this could be the Cecil Stedman of uh, Radiant Black. You know, yeah. I, I was joking, but no jokes. Maybe it could be because this seems like there's some people here who are messing with some technology that they don't quite understand or could be in the wrong hands right now. So mm-hmm. I'm very curious as to see who these people are. I'm well, very it's Jace, curious. dude. It's Jace. Yeah. Come on. That's all you need to know. It's first appearance <laughs> of Jace. This is the key right now. Go and buy every issue eight right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm very curious to see who these guys are. I'm, I'm very curious as to see what the hell they just found. Cause w- what is that? Is it like that's Ant Man's van? Is bunker? It? That's Ant Man's van, dude. Come on, keep <laughs> up. Van? Oh, that, actually, that's, 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 oh my god, I didn't thought about that. Holy shit! Wow. Two Ant Man references in one issue, but no, I, I feels like I felt like that was Glitch Guy's ship, but I could be wrong. That's what it, I thought. It too, looks but. it looks like a safe from the outside though. No, it has maybe like it's a like a gate. Room. Maybe it's like a yeah. stargate to warp in the yeah. army. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it is. Yeah. No, dude, that that looks awesome though. That's a do it's a hell like of a way. Weapons way to... for you on the wall. They look like I, like I, a weapons I, rack or something. It like, looks yeah, like at least... Halo, like Halo gun rack. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Exactly, something like that. God, it's so sick. I just think right now, I, just, I didn't even think about it until I said it though. But like, if they could warp in people, like that'd be a good way to do the invasions. You don't have to worry about people seeing you when you're already on the ground. Coming that's, a, that's an Oblivion song shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, either way, we're in good company. We're talking Oblivion song. But yeah, these issues they go by so quick. Like when I see the text in the bottom, like next time or whatever, or I'm just like, God damn it! But I enjoyed myself. I'm like, I need more now. <laughs> but so good though. Oh yeah, and the, the saddest part about reading Radium Black is that you know it ends, and the second saddest part is knowing you gotta wait a month. But it's worth it because it's been fantastic. Uh, we get a shorter letters uh, page this week, letter section this week. Uh, sorry, this month, and um, not you know not a lot, not too much going on. You know, check it out. I, I hear at one point. Uh, Michael referred to us as the radicals, so I guess it's changing all the time. But Basuto's uh, so freaking funny when he replies to stuff. God damn, he, like he's he's so funny when he was, yeah. you know, he called New Zealand like a fictional place. You know that that rivalry it keeps going with uh, the Aussies and the uh, Kiwis. But no, definitely read it just for uh, for Basuto alone. But the letters were pretty decent too. I thought it was good. You get uh, you know there's a trillionaire vampires writing in all the time, and the series is cool. Yep. So it's they also said that they're going to have another series of backups starting soon, and they tell us more about it when we get a bit closer to the time. So um excited for a new backup series of comics, because I think this was the last feature of the Unleash, correct? Yeah, it was cool. I like the artwork and the, uh, the, the character design are really awesome. The, the artwork's actually amazing. It reminds me, the artwork reminds me a lot of Seven Secrets, to be honest. Yeah, I get that vibe too. It's definitely good. Uh, I I think it's cool and like Unleash fans are running wild. I'm sure the people that have been following like the Twitch streams or whatever it was inspired by like that's that's really sweet to finally see that realized in its own series. So it's really cool to see uh, Higgins and the team uh, giving a spotlight to these series and and even another one coming up soon. So that was that's great. Can you guys imagine a scenario where Glitch Guy joins the Radiance? I think it might happen down the line. I wouldn't yeah I I wouldn't say it's impossible. Can happen down the line for sure. There's always a bigger fish. So would that be know. would that be a lot of people's new favorite character if that would to happen? I feel like it would. He's already one of my favorite characters. He's an he's, asshole, yeah. but he's 
pretty badass. How yeah. do we know it's a he? It could be a she. It could be, you know, it a, could they. be a they. It could we be don't know what the genders yeah. are in space. He's he looks like yeah. an alien for sure. Could he reminds me of <laughs> of like one of the big leaders of the Faceless or whatever in uh, Oblivion song, like the one that's really Ooh. snarky there. You know, the, I forget his name because it's like a super. The like Gozan. Yeah, he's like yeah, the red, like uh, Gal- the red. Galak or whatever Halak. Halak, yeah, Halak. The yeah. one with the big scarf. The snarky one, like the you the, know the, the one, one, the, one that, the one that's all black and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the leader, right? The one who's like he has that's the, the Gozan leader. Yeah, he tries to be the yeah the go yeah the yeah. Gozan's leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His name is uh, but uh, <laughs> it, yeah. either way, he's really cool. He's yeah, got that kind cool of like vibe really cool. of like. It's like the Vegeta thing, right? Where he's like, he's not, you know, he could easily kind of like be swayed, but he's like, whatever gets me the most glory, basically, is what I'm sticking with. Yeah. Yeah, he just like studies humans and shit. He's weird. His name is Lord Halak. Yeah. Leader of Faceless Men. Yeah. No, Oblivion Song is fantastic. I haven't read 34 yet or 33 or whatever the last one is. It's, but uh, I read 33. It's, it's, so it's so good. It's so good. The comic is so good. Like, it's, it's going to be so great seeing it as a movie or a show or it's a movie right with jake gyllenhaal yeah yeah, yeah that's check gonna the, be awesome check the oblivion song podcast or more because you know like the invincible guy cast guy is definitely caught onto that uh, early too and uh, it's fantastic so you know oblivion song there's no better companion podcast than the oblivion song podcast so check those guys out if you haven't already and you need to hear more oblivion song because it's you know it's it's yeah, an awesome it those guys are amazing tj ryan and bill check them out I love the Invincible podcast, fantastic podcast. Check them out for Invincible content, the best there is. And um, obviously, like Matt said, the Oblivion Song podcast, same guys. Yeah, the, the Oblivion Song podcast, I was just really, I, I was listening to the last episode recently, and I was really happy to hear that TJ actually, like, called the whole Jake Hall thing, like, years ago. And he, you know, he had it even, like, for proof. It was in one of the earlier episodes. So that was awesome. <laughs> that was a good catch. That's, yeah, that's that was a, really a great good catch. Prediction. Yeah, a good call, TJ. But uh, yeah, I don't know if we've announced it before, but I spoke to the Invincible podcast guys recently, uh, like a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, and yeah, we did agree to get together for an episode soon. So hopefully that will happen. I think we said sometime in October, towards the end of October. So looking forward to that. Very excited for that. I think it's going to be a hell of a time. Yeah, for sure. And I think you did mention it before, but that's awesome. That's uh, I can't wait for that. One thing I want to mention, uh, you know, uh, our friends over at the Weekly Polls, it's been like a rough month for them. And I just want to give my condolences to Derek uh, losing his father. That's that's a really fucking tough blow. And um, and then this Twitter account got banned and stuff like that. So like really pulling for him. He's a great guy. All the all the guys at the Weekly Polls are great. And, um, you know, I just hope uh, things start improving for him. Yeah, he made a new Twitter account. It's called Grimace Wayne. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's a great guy. You know, our thoughts are with him, and I hope he's feeling better. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's it for this issue of the Radiant uh, Radian Black number eight. It was amazing issue, you know, amazing covers for this, for this issue. I was really happy. Which covers did you guys like more? I, I, got, I got all of them, but I, I really – I. It's so hard to pick, like, honestly, because yeah. they're both, like, god tier. But I personally like B more just because I feel like B is, like, overall my favorite non-ratio cover in the series. Maybe number one, number It'll two. It'll make it's, a nice poster, too. Yeah, it's just so nice. It reminds me of Invincible sitting on the, the ship going to Mars where he was eating the sandwich. And then it was, like, it crumbled. Yeah. It reminds me of that scene. And, and, you know, similar. And I just love the 
radiant orb like next to him and everything. I just think it's brilliant. Really, really like that cover. Are you talking for the next issue? Or no, this no, issue. for for eight A or B. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, okay. My, my mistake. Yeah. Uh, no, I was looking at the. I was on the image website and it threw me off. Yeah, that uh, that cover B is iconic. And obviously the uh, was that a ratio? The one with uh, glitch on the on the front. Yeah. Yeah, that one's badass as hell too. And and the yeah, cover the one, a, the one where he's holding the two swords, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that cool. one's sweet. Um, and the cover A, you know, it it really uh, the framing is really cool and it shows the intensity. Like you can't go wrong with all these covers. But yeah, cover B is I think that's one of my favorite of the series. Just because of the invincible vibes and it's just like i don't know it's just so cool it's like either out in space and he's just sitting there calmly kind of like contemplating on like what this war could be or what he's doing like it's it's great yeah really good colors too like really love the small black hole orb looking radiant it just looks amazing right next to him like it reminds me of like playing destiny and having your ghost like follow you around and shit uh yeah so uh yeah i really like that cover um Talk, speaking of, let's talk about um, issue number 11 a little bit before we get off here. So, yeah, we talked a little bit about issue number 11 in December Comic Solicits, but since we're here, we've got three amazing covers. Cover A by um, Marcelo Acosta. At least that's what it says on the image website. Mm. Cover cover B by Diego Greco. And cover, cover B is awesome. That little, like, you know, a brain pink jumping out of the portal, taking a selfie in Paris. Like, I love yeah. that. A pink background and everything. Very beautiful. I'm definitely grabbing one of those. I'm grabbing all of them. And then that cover C by Jordan Gibson, who actually recently did such an awesome cover B for Batman The uh, Adventures Continue Season 2 or whatever that thing's called. Uh, he's done an awesome cover for that one with Batman and the... Uh, yeah, that's ghosts. that's the radiant black one. Looks like retro at the same time. In like, yeah, yeah, futuristic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a really sweet one. I love it. The background and just the the model and like the, the, like the text. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. So yeah, and I feel like this is one, this one's been a short episode. So before we call it here, does anyone has anyone read anything good or new they want to share? Recent. Uh, sorry, has anyone re- read anything good or new recently that they want to share in the podcast? Moon Knight three is pretty sweet this week. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight's been, Moon Knight's been really good. Jed, I I, I haven't seen him at the store recently, but I really want to see him again because we gotta talk about that and Death of Doctor Strange because that shit's been so good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Death of Doctor Strange one was kind of like a. It was. It was. It was. It was all right. The ending. The ending was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've been reading uh, Darkhawk. I picked up Darkhawk number one. Yeah, nice. The other day, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty I really sweet. Darkhawk. Yeah. And, and um, okay. I think. I think um, Spider-Man seventy-four. It's the last yeah. one. Last issue of Expenses Run. Thank God. Deathstroke number one. Definitely picking that up. First trust. And I was just fine. Deathstroke. Excited to read that. Uh. Yeah, it looks all right. It looks like an okay week. Superman, Son of Kal-El, new issue. Very happy about that. Robin, oh yeah, Robin. That that cover with Respawn, the variant, is insane. Like that's I'm 100% <laughs> grabbing that cover. It looks like Spider-Man. But yeah, Rob, I think Robin, that's the one thing I would recommend that I recently read with uh, Joshua Williamson, Gleb Melnikov. That's amazing. One of the best things. But uh, yeah, so Radiant Black, Staying on top of that, giveaway yeah. soon. 
we've got the giveaway at 250 followers. We're very close. So just follow the podcast at Radiant Black Podcast on Instagram, at Radiant Black Pod on Twitter. And if you got, you know, if you want to be a part of the podcast or you want, yeah, gotten questions or you just want to be a part of the giveaway, you know, you can email us at radiantblackpodcast at gmail.com. Join the Discord, hey. too, and that's a good way if you have specific questions you want read on the podcast. Uh, that's a good place to start. You can just write in the Radiant Black Podcast tab and just let us know that uh, you've got some things of interest that you might, uh, you'd might you like to hear discussed on the podcast, and uh, we can make that happen. Also, we've got really cool people in the Discord. You can actually hear from, you know, cool things are dropped in, in the uh, Discord that you don't see on Twitter until days later, if it even shows up later on. There's a lot of cool foreshadowing from people involved in the series, so... If you haven't uh, checked out the Discord, or if you don't even know what Discord is, I highly recommend taking a look at it. Yeah, the Discord's great. We've got a lot of cool people. It's you know, it's not just limited to Radiant Black. They talk about other comic book related stuff, video games, movies, whatever. So there's that, and yeah, it's a good place to you know sometimes catch some cool uh, teases or you know exclusives from the creators a lot of people when they find new exclusive covers done by stores they share them on the uh discord so that other people can you know can get one so yeah join that if you want there'll be a link in the description otherwise thank you everyone for joining us this week and we'll see you next time stay radiant